The Nerdalogs is a local sketch group that writes comedy based on shared, true, personal stories about our existence as lifelong nerds. We started your stories to give everyone a chance to do what we do, share their own stories and foster a more heartfelt, welcoming nerd community. Your stories is about embracing the weird and obscure in your life and asserting your geekdom with a group that gets your references. And most importantly, your stories is a place to bring people up, not put anyone down. Try and keep your stories around five minutes, laugh at jokes, cry if appropriate, and applaud everyone who has the guts to sit here, tell a story, and come out as a nerd. Hello, friends, and a very special hello to any new fans we may have picked up in St. Louis. My name is Eric Arnaud, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Nerdalogs Present Your Stories podcast, recorded live at Project Comic Con in fabulous St. Louis, Missouri, on Saturday, June 9th, 2012. The Nerdalogs crew took a nice weekend jaunt down to this lovely show, and I recorded it. So, I mean, what you're getting is only about a third of the sketch comedy they put on, but hopefully it makes up for the lost material from the family episode that dropped a couple weeks ago. You lose a little, you get a little. It's a pretty cool system. Uh, Now, even though this episode is kind of light on actual stories, please don't forget that storytelling remains your story's mission, and our next Your Stories recording is this Sunday, June 17th, at the Upstairs Gallery in Chicago. That's 5219 North Clark Street. Uh, The show starts at 7, and as always, is free. It's also BYOB, which is especially relevant this month, since the theme is revelry. So come talk about partying, enjoy a drink with your favorite nerds, and get on a podcast. Simple as that. Uh, I also ought to mention that the Nerdalogs has a month-long run of sketch comedy shows, kind of like the stuff in this episode, but all new, at the Playground Theater, 3209 North Halstead in Chicago. Uh, That'll be every Friday in July at 10 p.m., so you should definitely go to that. Uh, As always, I've got to remind you guys that web hosting is not free, and if you enjoy the show, you can kick a couple bucks our way via the donate button on the side of our homepage at yourstories.podbean, that's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, dot com. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon! game show where we tell nerds inaccurate facts in order to piss them off. <laughs> Alright, let's meet today's nerds. Today we have Claire, Chris, Hello. and Joe Gennaro. Hello. Uh, Claire is a self-proclaimed video game and Japanese nerd. Uh, Chris is a self-proclaimed mega nerd. And Joe says he's not a nerd at all. That's right. Interesting. <laughs> Anyways... The winner of today's game will win an all-expenses-paid trip to sunny St. Louis, Mo. Yeah! <laughs> and two tickets to next year's Project Comic-Con. Yeah! <laughs> all right. Anyways, let's get the game started. It's pretty simple. I'll ask a question. You guys buzz in and answer it, all right? Hands on your buzzers. Okay. Question one. Who is Han Solo's best friend? Buzz. Chris. Thank you. Uh, Chewbacca. Wrong. Nope. <laughs> the answer we're looking for is Lando Calrissian. No, it's Chewbacca. The answer is Lando Calrissian. No, it's definitely Chewbacca. The card says Orlando Calrissian. That is not a person. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. 
That is a person. Orlando, California. Is that a place? Question two. Hands on your buzzers. What just happened? What term is used to describe the following Japanese cartoons? Sailor Moon, Mobile Suite Gundam, and Cowboy Bebop. Beep, buzz, buzz, buzz. Claire uh, super easy. The answer is anime. Ooh. Uh, uh, wrong. What? Sorry, Claire. The answer we're looking for is Japanimation. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wrong. That's that's uh, that's a thing that some people made up. It's wrong. That's incorrect. Card says Japanimation. Card is wrong. Card is wrong. Claire. Have you ever been to Japan? I lived there for two years. I've been to Japan. <laughs> it's Japan animation. No, that's that's not it. All, all the boxes in the movies and the websites say anime. It's it's anime. It's yeah. called anime. It's, oh, right. it's anime. People in Japan call it anime. They oh, don't okay. call it Japan anime. Sure. Right. Let me tell you what. Meet me halfway on this one. Let's go with Japan anime. That's worse! That's worse! That's just taking a wrong thing and putting it with the right thing and making it a more wrong thing. Ladies and gentlemen, our first nerve rage! We're saying sayonara to Claire. I hate you! I get the game now. Okinawa, let's get back to the game. Alright. They're going down. You guys ready for question three? Hands on your buzzers. Yeah. Question three. In his self-titled video game, who is Sonic the Hedgehog's best friend? Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. I know this one. Um, uh, it, it's that. It's that. It's that fox. Um, it's that fox with the tails. Um, uh, tails. Tails. It's tails. No. Oh, Star Fox. No. <laughs> In a self-titled video game, it was he and he alone. It was a trick question, Joe. Uh, oh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah, I, I guess wrong. You have the right answer on your card, so I trust you. <laughs> I will break. <laughs> okay. Let's get ready for round two. Round two, guys. Hands on your buzzers. Round two is very easy. I've got a multiple choice question lined up for each of you. Chris, you'll go first. All right. According. To the popular British television show, Doctor Who, uh-huh. it can be de- best described as which of the following? Okay. A. Back to the Future with British people. No. B. Quantum Leap and Sliders with the same amount of cross-dressing. No. C. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All of it. You have 30 seconds. Wait, what? 30 seconds on the clock. But, it's not, but, but, but sir, it's none of those. There's... there's, there's, there's is there a D? Is there a D? That's twelve only, seconds. Twelve Two. seconds. You just counted through twenty seconds Two. like nothing. D's a D. There's a D. There has to be a D. None of the above. None of the above. None of the above. Finally. Well, it's none of them. It's none of them. And there's no cross dressing. They go go into the future. Well, they go in the future sometimes. And then there's, there's no sliding. They have a thing. And the most that it has in common with is Bill and Ted because there's a phone booth, but it's a different kind of phone booth. This question is rigged. I'm near raged. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Chris. Chris. Yes. We'll see you. No. In the future. Joe Gennaro. Looks like you're the only one left. Yeah. Joe Gennaro, prepare yourself for the lightning round. <laughs> All right. We're going to bring out two of our resident nerds. 
to hurl inaccurate facts about your two favorite entities, Ghostbusters and Lost. Okay, well, those aren't nerdy. Those are cool. <laughs> if you can keep your rage in check, you'll be coming back to sunny St. Louis Mo. All right, okay. And Project Comic Con. All right, I can, I can do this. Commence the lightning round! It took place on an airplane the entire time. Yes. No, I mean, it started on a My plane. favorite Ghostbuster is Egon. No, it's, it's Egon. Egon is from The Hobbit and the Fat Guy were totally hooking up through the whole show. No, you know they were best friends, but they you were know, not. The best part is that when they had that Ghostbusters bulldozer, that they go, <laughs> What? No, 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 that was the intro one. It was not a bulldozer. Michael Bay is going to make a Lost movie. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Ghostbusters 2 sucks. What? No! Ghostbusters 1 was great, but it, Ghostbusters 2 does not suck! It's a great film! They're both great! They are both great! <laughs> Who are you gonna call now, Joe? You just lost. Oh, I hate this shit. Our final nerd rage! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time! Sometimes it can be about actually making connections. Uh, you see, much like there are indoor cats and outdoor cats, there are indoor kids and outdoor kids. And growing up, I was very much an indoor kid. And I can't help but think that that kind of disappointed my dad. I mean, don't get me wrong, my dad loved me and we got along great, but he was a man's man. Uh, he's worked on cars his entire life. He had a job doing security at Cleveland Brown Stadium. Uh, he was in the military. Even, he even had a mustache. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Things like that are supposed to come with being a male, but I didn't care about internal combustion engines or, or, or contact sports. I had more important things to do, like patrolling the lands of Hyrule and finding DARPA chief Donald Anderson on Shadow Moses. And I was okay with that, but I, I can't help but think my, my dad wasn't. Uh, see, me and my brother shared uh, a nerd. And it spread far and wide. We loved a ton of things like Star Wars, X-Men, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon. But, but really, at, at the heart of it all, was video games. Heaven is being locked away in your room, sitting four feet from a television, furiously mashing at the controller in the palm of your hand. And that is not a euphemism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And my, try as, as hard as he could, my dad just couldn't get any of these things. It was as foreign to him as football was to me and my brother. I mean, we, we tried to bridge the gap and make a connection, and, and you know, he'd be like, Dad, why do they have to stop so often? Well, so they can mark the correct spot of the ball. Joe, why do you have to stop so often? So I can check my inventory. Like trains passing in the night. <laughs> My, my brother and I felt a deep love for anything with a controller port. Uh, again, still not a euphemism. <laughs> and this love was actually shared by our cousin. But he wasn't like us. In the land of video game players versus sports fans, he was a daywalker. He was equally adept at discussing how Oddjob had a distinct advantage over other characters, and how a big tight end like Antonio Gates can create a mismatch in the red zone. Now, that last part didn't, wouldn't have made a lot of sense to me a long time ago. But fast forward to Thanksgiving 2003. Uh, the family is gathered at my grandmother's house, and the adults are still sitting at their table, uh, drinking their coffee and picking at what's left of the ham. We weren't really turkey people. Uh, the, the kids have rushed through their meal to get to the best part of the holiday tradition, which is playing video games. 
Our favorite title at the time was Super Smash Brothers, but this year, a new challenger approaches. EA Sports, Matt, 2004. My cousin proposes we play a football video game. A football video game. Football, dumb. Video games, awesome. What a contradiction. This could be completely lame, as I control some virtual meatheads running into each other at high speeds, or this could be awesome, as I use my video game prowess to achieve victory in a new and foreign genre. And the gamer in me couldn't resist. I was instantly hooked. Despite not knowing the basic rules of football, I was thoroughly enjoying myself, and I didn't want to stop. However, being Thanksgiving, there were professional football games coming on TV, and being my grandmother's house, there was only one functioning television, so uh, my uncle and my father exercised eminent domain and sent the three of us packing. Normally, we would have just taken our Game Boys outside or something like that, but this year, with this adrenaline coursing through my veins and a newfound taste for the pigskin, football, not him, I decided to stay and watch the whole game, and me and my dad talked about it the entire ride home. Friends, guests, and the very reason for our being here today, the members of the graduating class of 2012. Before I begin my remarks, I'd like to do something very simply, just so everyone can kind of get to know everyone else. On the count of three, I'd like everyone to turn around and shake the hand of the person sitting immediately behind you, okay? Okay. One, two... Three. Right now, everyone, please do that. Get to know everyone. Say hello. Yeah. You, guys, you guys had algebra together. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Meet the platform. Platform party not allowed to mingle amongst the graduates. They haven't graduated yet. Yet. Well, I guess you all still have something to learn, huh? <laughs> I know I did when I started this journey of higher learning many years ago at this very institute of the gifted. I came in as an 800-pound child and left as one ton of an intelligent adult. It wasn't easy. I had a mantra back then. Nothing moves the blab! <laughs> Just as my exterior was impermeable to blades, bullets, weapons, and energy blasts, my mind was likewise impermeable to higher thought, my heart impermeable to friendship. I spent many long years making wrong choices, when the choices offered by the Xavier Institute were the right ones. I couldn't see it at the time. My eyes were too fogged over by jealousy. But what you kids have had... And what I have now is the true mutant experience. That is to say, you kids get laid. <laughs> Professor Xavier knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but in all seriousness, your experiences here have put you in a position to be a mover and a shaker in our society. 
Whether or not you join the ranks of the X-Men, X-Factor, X-Force, Excalibur, Generation X, Exiles, X-Core, the Great Lakes X-Men, uh, the Quad Cities X-Men, uh, the Los Hombres Equis, or even the New Mutants. Woof. He was one of them. You will from this point forward be ambassadors for mutant kind, not only around the globe, but in the universe around us. I stand before you today a changed man. You are the future of our species and of our society. I used to say, nothing moves the blob! But today, something has. Thank you. Graduates, graduate! About dragons. This is a poem about dungeons. This is a poem about dungeons and dragons together. <laughs> this isn't a poem with a purpose or a point. This isn't a poem to change the world. This is a poem about D and D. Good day. I am your dungeon master. Good day. I have written a new campaign for you. The quest is on. I venture into the dungeon when I stumble upon a new. He tries to tell me. Tell me that. His dice are bigger than my dice. His, His dice, dice are better than my dice. His dice ain't nothing but shit. This isn't this chess. This isn't risk. This isn't magic, the gathering. <laughs> this is a game of wizardry. This is a game of forgotten realms. This is a game of 20 sided die. <laughs> That's polyhedral, bitch! Shake-shake-shake-shake-shake-shake-throw! One, two, three, four, five, twenty! <laughs> On a die of twenty. I am a twenty-one! My role is the almighty of roles. My role will destroy you! My role will cause your short sword of might to... EXPLODE! Your friends will whisper, Who is this guy? And you will know that I will not be defeated. And you will know that I will not be afflicted. And you will know that I am a paladin of tears. The deity of justice and law. When I look into my mirror of fortunes, fear rushes across his face. You are vanquished. You are beaten. You are pwned. This is my house. This is my parents' basement. (laughs) This is my game. And my game is bigger than your game. My game is better than your game. Your game ain't nothing but shit. Oh, snaps. Yeah, yeah. Snap it up, snap it up for that.